All right, so let's be honest. 2020 has been probably the most difficult year we have ever seen, whether it's individually or as a society. I mean, the struggles and the obstacles that we have faced are just absolutely unheard of. We have never had to navigate a year like this before. And then on top of that, let's throw in those of you who you don't understand where your life is going. You don't understand where your career is taking you. You're questioning your relationship. You want to dive into other hobbies. Oh, but by the way, there's a huge pandemic going on. Where do you even begin? I struggled to find my purpose before there was ever a pandemic going on in the globe. And now I'm like, okay, at least I have an idea of what I want to do with my life and where it's heading. But there's so many of you who have reached out to me and said, you know, during this time, I've been thinking a lot about my life and my path, and I just don't know. Well, guys, I brought in a professional to speak on this topic today, author Brandy Voth. She is going to be speaking to us about how to unlock your purpose. And it is applicable to our current state. Using the tools that she gives us and the steps that she provides, we can slowly start to unlock our purpose and really dissect this. And this is a tough thing because we don't necessarily all know what that is. I didn't even know what my purpose was until honestly about a year ago, maybe even less. I'm still figuring out what my purpose is. But this is going to give you that direction. We're going to take a step and we're going to hop in the car and she's going to give us this vehicle to start driving toward our purpose. So a little bit about Brandy. Brandy is the founder and host of the Power Project podcast where we met actually. Brandy is a social entrepreneur and an author on a mission to inspire women and lead purpose-filled lives in their God-given power. She's a business coach, mentor to trafficked survivors. She brings to the show her passion for helping others realize their strengths and step into call for God that he has in their lives. She believes we learn from other stories. We also spotlight other women leading purposeful lives. She also just released her first book, The Power Project, A Journey of Purpose. And this episode is a segment, a chapter, if you will, from that book. So, I mean, I'm thinking about the episode right now. It's the longest I've ever recorded, but it's so jam-packed, full of information and just what we all need to hear right now. Absolutely. What we need to hear at this point in the year, in our lives, because so many of us are going through this struggle of purpose. And so let's take a step toward navigating this journey together and slowly learn how to unlock your purpose. All right, welcome to the show, everyone. We've got another episode of Misunderstood. I have podcast queen herself and author Brandy Voth on the show. Brandy, welcome. Hey, I'm so excited to be on your show. Like, I'm pumped and I love all the energy you bring. So, I can't wait to chat with you today. Thanks for having me. Yes, well, it's come full circle because. 
I remember whenever this was, this was like seven months ago. It wasn't even that long ago. Um, you know, I wanted to speak and get things out and spread a message, but I didn't have a podcast. So I would reach out to random people on social media and be like, Hey, do you want to collaborate? And that is how I connected to you. So we did a podcast on your show and here we are now I full fledged podcasting and you're on my show. I know it's so cool. I actually, you know, I wish that I would have had someone in the beginning that I could be like, Hey, let me see how this works before I decide to just jump in and launch a podcast because I knew no podcast host, um, other than like the famous ones, you know, that I listened yeah. to. And, um, but one of our other mutual friends, Rita Bautista, yes. had, she, Rita. yeah. And she was one that, you know, she was like, Hey, I'm thinking about getting a podcast together. What do I need to do? And, um, you know, kind of like gave her a few ideas. And then a few months down the road, she messaged and was like, I just found a girl on the internet that she's amazing and her brand aligns with yours. And I think that you really need to interview her. So that's where you and I got connected. And to this day, your episode, the power within is one of the highest rated episodes I have. You did an (gasps) awesome job. Yay! That's yes. so exciting. I know, yes. I know. <laughs> um, I I did see that on like you sent your media kit over, and I saw my name. It was like the power within Kelly Hall. I was like, oh, yay! I love that. That's so exciting. Um, yes, but you know, I have got to say that episode in particular. Um, so Brandy and I did an episode called the power within where I spoke about my three-step program to help you find the power within. Um, and I listened to it like three times cause I was like so pumped about how well it came out and how clear my message sounded. And I've got to say that doing that episode with you is a big reason why I started my podcast because it really is. I mean, I called you for mentorship when I started and um, your words really stuck, but it just kind of gave me like the encouragement I needed to be like, you can do this. Why can't you do this? And I was like, you know what? I can. And so I launched podcast three months later. Here well, we I, I love it. And I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. And Thanks. my, like literally out of all the things that I do in life, my number one greatest joy is mentoring others and helping women realize what they're capable of and helping them really like step into their purpose. Because yes. so, so many women are like, I don't know. I like, I'm supposed to be doing something. I just don't know what it is. So Mm -hmm. anytime that I can have like a success story that any words that I may have shared might've helped you along the way, then I am, my day's made. Oh, well you did. Yeah. And another thing that stuck too, which we're about to get into the book, everyone keep listening. I promise. But (laughs) you told me about, um, creating your podcast and how you talk to someone in the Apple store wasn't it something like that? Like someone yes. asked about you and that, and he was like, well, every day you go not sharing your message is a day that someone who needs to hear it isn't hearing it. Yes. And yes. I was like blown away by that whole story. It was crazy. I know. And he, like I, Casey was his name and he's in the book and, uh, you know, we, we've stayed connected like on Instagram since then. Cause I'm like, Hey dude, you you know, that's, that's all like part of this 
you know, universe that we're all in, where we're all interconnected and we're all part of like one big purpose, one big plan. Casey was supposed to be working in the Apple store that day and tell me that one day, you know, every day that I waited, that was another day that someone didn't hear the message it was that God had given me to share. And I feel the exact same way. And if I can be that person for someone else, then mission accomplished. So the background is you were thinking about starting the podcast and that's when you met Casey and Casey told you that. And then you were like, crap, I yes. start a podcast now because the Apple store guy told me to. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's, that's pretty much the absolute like gist of it. <laughs> that's so funny. Well, we had that conversation and we, you, you told me that and really resonated with me because I'm such a perfectionist and I think a lot of women are they're perfectionists. So they don't want to start something until they've got all the things together and all the logos and all the finances and all the looks and the professional pictures or have taken all the courses. And you said that like, there's someone out there who needs to hear your message. And you also said that you built the plane as you flew it. And I kid you not, I am piloting that plane now. (laughs) That is my life. It is Delta slash Kelly or insert airline here because I never know, like, I'm not the expert. People want me to mentor them and I'm like, you don't want me to mentor you because I don't know everything. Um, But I just do it like enough to get off the ground and then- yes see how it goes. And you know, and, and this, you know, someone else said this, this is someone else's words, but in order to you, everyone needs a mentor. Like I am such an advocate of having a mentor and being a mentor. And in order to mentor someone, you don't have to know all of the answers. You just have to be like one step ahead of the person behind you and be willing to help them. And just like you're saying, people ask you and you're like, well, I don't really know it all. Listen, my plane is still not built. Like mm-hmm. the whole back end of it is wide open and we're just holding on and flying it as we go, you know? So you just have to be willing to share what it is that you know and um, and your experiences because we all learn from one another's experiences. And if we can see ourselves in someone who doesn't have all the answers, you know, mm-hmm. I could I could be super intimidated by someone who's a really fancy professional photographer, I'm sorry, not photographer, podcaster Mm -hmm. with, you know, with a full on studio, I could see myself being intimidated and not wanting to ask them a question because I don't even know like how to plug my microphone in. Right. Yeah. But if I, or which microphone to get, but if my girl Kelly over here can say, you know what? I don't know everything, but I'll tell you what I know. I can tell you that I use an app and I use my phone and it's pretty easy. Then that becomes so much more feasible and less intimidating and less overwhelming for me to step out and take action. Yes. Um, There's so much I want to say about this topic, but before I just completely steal everything that I know (laughs) you're about to talk about, (laughs) because I'm like looking at your your uh, your book and the chapter and we're getting into unlocking your purpose and I'm like about to spill the beans. So instead I'm going to take a note and close my mouth. Um, so to pivot your book, you yes. we're going to, I mean, you wrote this book and you launched it when exactly? 
Oh, you, you well, we were set to launch uh, March 19th in LA at a personal development conference and had uh, interviews and media and we had a book tour lined up and uh, about on March 12th, I received notice that the conference had been canceled and uh, then subsequently, you know, every type of speaking engagement and in-person event for the next year was canceled as well. And so then I had a book coming out and no real way to uh, get the message out about the book other than what we're doing right here. So we officially launched June 30th is when we went ahead because I kind of spent, I kind of spent a couple of months trying to figure out what on earth we do in the middle of all this. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, how I'm a queen of pivoting, but this one hit really unusually difficult because it, my husband and I have multiple businesses. All of the businesses were impacted. And when you are a person that has been a person that people invite you into rooms to come speak on stages and interact with crowds and your whole brand is built on these relationships you build with people. Yep. You know, when that's taken away and you're like, okay, well, I was just about to launch a book and I was just about to launch a hat company and literally in one week, everything fell apart. So I kind of took a couple of months where I had to sit back and reassess the situation, figure out what really was valuable to me at that point and uh, how I was going to evolve and stay paralyzed. So yeah, the mm-hmm. book's been out since June 30th and I'm, I'm grateful that we went ahead and moved forward with it. That's amazing. Well, um, first of all, title of the book, share with everyone so they know. It is The Power Project, A Journey of Purpose. And that is, uh, The Power Project is my brand. It's my company, my podcast. It's really everything that encompasses everything that I do. And it, power stands for purpose, ownership, wisdom, empowerment, and reach. And everything that, everything along my journey ties into that acronym. So that's, that's the book. Amazing. I, you know what? Everyone rush to Amazon right now. We're going to add this to our carts because um, I got to read the whole thing. I have loved every single time I've talked to you, listened to a podcast. And when we were brainstorming the podcast today, you know, I always think about like what my listeners want, what they need to hear. And sometimes it's what I need to hear. And, you know, I'm just like every other person out there who is waking up, putting my pants on the same way, but I feel like I'm approaching life a little bit differently. I'm like approaching it a lot more aggressively than I did three years ago or four years ago. And it's because I, I like all of a sudden had this thirst to find my purpose and be really impactful. I still don't know what my purpose is. You know, like now I think it's public speaking and motivation, motivational speaking and helping women, but that might not be the case. It might be something even larger. So you mentioned in your book how you have a specific chapter where you walk through these steps of how to unlock your purpose. That is so valuable for everyone, but especially listeners. So Brandy, why don't you go ahead and dive right in? When you, when you brainstormed this, when you wrote about it, when it came from your heart, how do you, how do you even start? How do you unlock your purpose? 
Absolutely. So I will give just a little background on the fact that when I began writing the book in 2017, in May of 2017, I was in a place of open heart, open mind, open hands. I want to discover my purpose, just like you're talking about. And I had found success with business and I had really enjoyed coaching and training uh, women in sales and, and sales teams, leadership and businessmen. And that, that was something that kind of lit a spark in me that I had uh, not really experienced in a while. But at the same time, I knew that I was also being called to more than just training women in sales and leading teams and leadership, but there was something else out there that I was being called to. So, um, in this, in this midst of this search for what this purpose looks like and okay, God, what did you put me on the face of this planet for? And what is mm-hmm. it I'm truly supposed to be doing? And I'll, it, I talk about it in my book. There was an aha moment where I was driving down the road with my husband and I was like, I'm supposed to be speaking to women. And he's like, duh, you do that. And I'm like, right. But I'm supposed to be doing more than, than sales and sales training and leadership. Like there's something else out there. And, uh, in, in the turn of events and the path that I was put on led me to working with, uh, survivors of human trafficking, sex trafficking and sexual exploitation. And I mentor and teach a life coaching class and a business class each week. And in the midst of that, it was all beautifully orchestrated where it was like, okay, I am supposed to be mentoring and coaching women in sales. And I'm supposed to be mentoring and coaching these women that have, have walked through trauma. Like I'm, I'm here to help them unpack their past, stand in their present and move into their future. And it's, it's all God. It's nothing on me. And whether you're a believer, fine. I I love you either way. I personally am. And i believe that my every step of my purpose and my Mm -hmm. journey of purpose has been beautifully orchestrated for a reason. Right. So I, yeah. And I say all that to say that oftentimes people can look at the end at what they believe is a destination and they can see Kelly Hall podcast host and Brandy both author, social entrepreneur podcast host, and they can see that and they can think If you're sitting at home and you're listening, you can think that's their destination. That's where they ended up. How do I get there? And they, what they don't realize is that we're all on this ever evolving journey. Like we're never Mm -hmm. finished. I'm, I haven't arrived. I'm, I'm working on it each step of the way. So oftentimes women see that and they, they don't realize that the journey you're on right now, like you're on your purpose journey. You may not realize it yet, right? So if I were to sit here and tell you, imagine yourself, like close your eyes if you're at home and imagine that I have this gift box and I want you to visualize it, like truly visualize it. It's closing my eyes. I'm closing my eyes. Okay. So this, this box is about like four inches by four inches. It's square. It's it looks kind of like a Tiffany's box, but it's wrapped in, in red, right? And it's beautiful and it's got a ribbon on top. And I hand this gift box to you with its red satin paper and its white shiny bow on top. And I tell you to 
open the box and untie the ribbon. And when you do, when you open this box and you untie this ribbon, everything that you need to unlock your purpose is inside of that box. Now, imagine you have one box and there are 10 of you in a room. Who's going to be the first one to try to get to that box? It's going to look like like a bunch of 30-year-old single bridesmaids at a wedding trying to catch a bouquet, right? Like we want to be first. We want the box. Throw me the box. So I'll give you the box and you hold it. You're the, you're the lucky recipient of this box. And you pull that ribbon open slowly because you're, you're nervous as to what's in it, but you're excited and you're in, in anticipating your purpose being on the other side of this ribbon. And you pull open the ribbon, you pull the white ribbon open and you open up the paper. You carefully pull the red satin paper to not tear anything. You slide the box out and you lift the lid off. And inside of it, there's a key. One plain key looks like a key that could have been discarded, looks like a key that you could have picked up or found somewhere. But as you pick the key up and you look closely on it, you realize that the word power is stamped on that box. Now, at this point, you're like, there's a key with power stamped on it. And this is going to unlock my purpose. Now I want you to pause for a moment and think, what does that word power mean to you? What does it, what type of emotion does it bring to the surface? What does it incite within you? Do you feel positively towards this word? Do you feel negatively towards it? Do you feel like you've been able to stand in your power before? Or do you feel like someone has abused their power before? When you really start unpacking this and you look at it and you realize what the power is, you're going to realize that you've had this within you to unlock your purpose all along and that power is not a bad thing. The abuse of power is, but power in itself, your purpose, owning your God-given power, the wisdom path you should walk, the empowerment instilled within you from your creator. And then going out and reaching the people that you were intended to reach. Those are all key elements of unlocking this purpose. And I have like five steps that I walk people through here where that you can own your power and unlock your purpose. And so now that we know, now that we know in that box is your power, right? In this box is your power. So now I'm going to show you how you take that key and you take the action to unlock The lock that you think is this really hardcore lock, but it's so easily open with your own power. The first step that you're going to do, the very first thing you're going to do, and look, if you're, if you're in a vehicle right now, listening to this podcast, because that's where I listen to most of mine, you're going to either need to pull over and get a pen and paper out, or you're just going to have to replay this when you get home and make yourself some notes. Okay. So Safe driving, please. Safe driving. Don't be, I I don't want you writing this down and driving. Okay, (laughs) guys, like we are going to play it safe. So the first thing you're going to do is that you have got to get out of your own way. Like we are the one thing that separates us, that is standing in the way of us truly following our purpose and stepping into our purpose. And the way that we, this looks, the way that we get in our own way is And I hear this, you guys, as a mentor to women, I hear this with women that are the most privileged women in the world that have every resource at their tool, at their Mm -hmm. fingertips. And I hear it from women that have been through 
horrible situations. And the biggest thing, the the commonality between the two, I don't care which side of the tracks you find yourself on, which life experiences you've walked through, the commonality that I hear from every single woman that I sit down and mentor and coach is that believe they can't, mm-hmm. which by the way, can't is a four letter word in my house. My kids know they can get away with a curse word before they can get away with can't. So the first thing that. you have to do, you have to quit believing that you can't or that it's too late. Women mm-hmm. everywhere. And if you're in the younger demographic, maybe you don't believe it's too late, but maybe you believe you're too young. You don't have enough experience under your belt. You can't do that. You can't go host a podcast because people aren't going to think you know what you're talking about, right? Or you can't go start a podcast because you're too old and you missed your boat. No, you guys, like right here today, this is a gift. Just like that box, just like that red, shiny satin box with a white ribbon, today is a gift. And you can do whatever you set your mind to with the power that is given within you. So we're not going to think we can't. We're not going to think it's too late. We're not going to think we're too young. We're not going to think we're too old. We're just going to say that we can. And when I, I use the CAN acronym often, cognitively assess the now. So instead of thinking Ooh, of these, I like yeah, that. it's my jam, man, because yes, if you think that you can't do something, there's the opposite of what you can do at that very moment to get you closer to what it is you think you can't do. So I, I typically use, uh, okay, so I love to use physical activity as an example. I'm not a runner. Like I only run if something's chasing me. I do, <laughs> I do, however, like to walk. But if you look at it like you're thinking, I can't run a marathon today, which I can't, right? Like I've never trained for a marathon. But what I can do is I can go for a jog. And mm-hmm. then that jog just got me one step further to being able to run that marathon. So if I cognitively assess the now, what can I do today to get one step further? If you're going to do a podcast, maybe you say, I can't do a podcast because I don't know how to podcast. What can I do? I can listen to a podcast where someone teaches me how to podcast, or I can Google it, or I can watch a YouTube video. So those are my steps for that's, that's my step one, get out of your way. So quit believing you can't step two. One, one thing I want to add to that is like, I think it's everything so daunting, especially big things, you know, what, like you want to go on a jog, go on a jog. You're one step closer to your goal. Yes. 100%. That's, that's a step you can take. There's also big things that people think like, Oh, I, I cannot apply to American Idol. I, I just cannot wear that dress. I cannot post that picture. Oh, I cannot. And my challenge to them is immediately follow that thought with why. Yes. Like, why can't you? Why, yes. why are you afraid to post that picture? Why are you afraid to go to that audition? Why are you afraid to start that business? Like, why? Because it's, Honestly, usually there is no reason. There isn't. It's just, oh, it wasn't heard of. Oh, it's scary. Oh, I don't know anything about it. Well, there are so many resources and mentors and people who can help you to achieve that. Or, you know, maybe it hasn't been done before, but there's always a first time. There's a lot of people that didn't do things before. Thomas Edison hadn't, you know, lit a light bulb up 
but then eventually he did it. So I I can't help but think about that because I remember whenever um, I saw the commercial for Miss America four years ago in my tiny little room in Pensacola, Florida at Navy training. And the idea crossed my mind to do Miss America, which changed to Miss USA. But if my thought had been, I can't, my life would be different, completely different in the last four years. But that negative self-talk, like I, I truly believe God like just took it out of my mouth and was like, nope, this is going to be the time where you don't doubt yourself at all. And I was just like, I could do that. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. I don't know where it came from, but all of his confidence was like, I could totally do that. Yes. And now ever since, that's how I approach everything. Because whether it's starting a podcast, I'm like, oh, well, I also thought I couldn't do Miss USA, but here I am. Or, you know, whatever it is. And I've learned that, you know what, two things are going to come from every situation. You're either going to fail and then you learn from that that process or you're going to succeed. And you're still going to learn from that process. So either way, you're going to learn. So I just can't. so on board with that first thing because everyone just gets in their own way and I'm like why and you can't oh I you know Brandy and I can't just sit around and be like why girl why why are you acting like this like you have to eventually challenge yourself to think the same so yes I'll get off my soapbox and we'll let you go to number two but I just get so passionate about this too because everyone's in their own way Yes. And I think that something that people need to kind of pay attention to here is that we all had one moment where all of us that you're looking at and listening to right now, that's, that's who I'm speaking of, like by we all, we all had that one moment where once we got out of our own way and we said, yes, it just continued to open doors. And, Mm -hmm. and then it, once you say yes, that first time and you get out of your way that time, the next crazy thing that comes along doesn't seem as daunting or scary because at this point you've already built up the fact that, well, you know what? I started a podcast. If I can do that, then I can start a hat company. And if I can do that, I can write a book. And if I can do that, so just like your, yours with the pageants, it's like, it's snow, it snowballs into, okay. I said, yes, that time I got out of my own way. Now I know, now I know on this side, I'm the only person standing in my way. Totally. So, so yeah. 90%. And then um, to follow into to, to the second piece of this unlocking your purpose is going to be that we oftentimes think about our purpose as this really big, grand, intangible concept. And it's like our purpose floats up in the clouds with like angels dancing around playing harmonicas and, and, we're, and we're going out like, hoping that we can like catch a cloud and pull it down with all the glitter and the sparkle dust and it be revealed and the cloud spells out purpose for us. But in all honesty, your purpose is not this great big thing that is intangible. It is, it's within you. And Mm -hmm. if you, if you look really closely at things that you've done in your life and you look at when did people tell me that I did something well, when did, when did people tell me that I excelled at something? When did people tell me that maybe I made an impact on them or I was 
kind to them or I made them feel good or, and if you look at it, you'll oftentimes find that your purpose has, you've been walking a journey that's leading you to that purpose your whole life. And your purpose is going to surround whatever that is. Like I tell people literally, if you make the best apple pie in the whole world, chances are you can use that to serve the purpose that God's placed you here for. You just have to be willing to start digging into it and realize it's not this great, big, intangible thing. The whole time you're sitting at home saying, I'm going to find my purpose. I'm going to find my purpose. Then you're not serving the purpose you were placed on this planet for. What you do is you stand up today and you say, I'm going to walk in purpose right now. Mm, I love that. I'm going to walk out my door and I'm going to be kind to the first person that I see. And I'm going to talk to them and I'm going to listen to them and I'm going to learn about them. I'm going to build a relationship with them. Or maybe it is, Hey, I have it on my heart that I really want to open a homeless shelter. I, this is my big purpose. It's what I'm trying to find. I'm trying to get there. I don't know how to fund it. Well, guess what? The man that's standing at the corner that you like turn your eyes away from every day you can start by offering him a sandwich or a bottle mm-hmm. of water or smiling at him. So instead of thinking of our purpose, like being this huge thing, we can serve our purpose every day and it doesn't have to look massive. It doesn't have to look like a big, 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 huge deal that is taking us all of our lives to find because yeah. all the baby steps along the way are part of that purpose journey, right? Like we just have to take those baby steps. I am. It's so funny because there's been so much talk, especially with social media and influencing about brand. Everybody's like, what's your brand? What's your brand? What's your platform? What's your platform? Blah, blah, blah. And, you know, I feel like this is synonymous. Purpose is a much bigger deal. It's like a life purpose. Mm -hmm. But um, the reason why I say that is because for me, I started doing speaking like three years ago and it was because of my participation in Miss Ohio USA. And then I started speaking more and then I started speaking even more. And then I started going to universities and speaking. And then I was a speaker at the Girl Scouts convention. And I kid you not up until around when you and I discussed um, the power within back in December, November timeframe, I still didn't even know what my purpose was. And, and you I'm were doing, doing it. You yes. were doing it. I was doing it already. And I kid you not, my coach was like, so what's your platform? And I was like, I don't know. I was like, <laughs> breast cancer awareness? Like, uh, who who knows? <laughs> and she was like, okay, uh, what are you already doing? And I was like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Like, I was doing all of these things. And she's like, Kelly, you're a speaker. <laughs> and I was like, oh, interesting <laughs> and like and that's the thing you 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 hit the nail on the head about like baking the pie or these things that you know over here I thought I needed to be like funding a nonprofit or starting a nonprofit or this big fancy whatever and I was like wait I'm I'm inspiring young women I'm speaking to girls I'm going to schools like I'm a public speaker you know which yes. later turned into a podcaster but I was already doing it. I'm like, yes. hello. <laughs> and if it's you so and crazy. if you unpack that, it's like your 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 purpose isn't the fact that you're a speaker and or even the fact that you're a podcast host. But if you unpack it, your purpose is that you're empowering women, right? You're yes. you're helping women realize their strength and their gifts. And 
that was a big thing put on my heart during COVID because all the speaking engagements went away. Right. Right. And what I kept hearing, like what I kept hearing from like God was, have you let the stage get bigger than the message I've given you? And it, it was like, listen, you have the exact same purpose. You have the exact same message being delivered in a different way now, but yep. you, you're still in your purpose, whether you're on a stage or not. Right. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. Oof, so quit thinking of your purpose as a grand intangible concept. That is number two. Oof. <laughs> you're right. We had to take notes. Yes. Yes. And then, um, you know, that leads into three. Like when I talk about, think about what you've been doing all your life and most likely you don't even recognize your purpose. Like we're trying to find our purpose and it's right here within us all along. And we're like, just got to go find my purpose, you know? And God's like, guess what? You're really great at speaking. You've been speaking all your life. Like, what are you doing? And so the, the best way to do this and the best way to really unpack this, I am a huge advocate and proponent for, the Enneagram test. And I know this is like a buzzword. I feel like people think it's trendy, but the Enneagram has been around for like hundreds of years. And the, the beauty of this is when we dig in and when we take our strength finder test, when we take our Enneagram test, when we really become intentional about discovering who we are and what we are created for, it becomes more clear to us what it is that we're, we're meant to be doing. So when I personally am a number three on the Enneagram, I'm a three wing two, which means I am the achiever performer. And then my wing is the servant. Okay. And so it, it goes hand in hand. Like I've been speaking all my life. I, I, you know, mentor traffic survivors, like it all goes hand in hand, but I feel like if I would have known this at the beginning of my journey versus like finding it once I was like way deep into it, it would have helped me a lot more because the itself, there's a ton of personality tests out there. You know, there's Myers-Briggs and all the ones we've done, but the Enneagram teaches me who I am at my best and who I am at my worst. And it also teaches me how I interact with others. So it helps me to be a stronger leader because as an achiever and a performer, I personally am a person that I'm, I'm really, it's, it's easy for me to become so caught up in the things that I'm doing and the goals that I'm achieving that it's not often easy for me to teach someone else how to reach their own goals when they don't achieve them in the same way I do. When, so if I can go to the Enneagram and I can be like, okay, this is why do what they do. And this is what fuels them. And this is how they are when they're healthy or when they're not, then I'm a better leader because not everyone's going to look like me. Not everyone's going to perform like me. Not everyone's going to be driven in the ways that I am. Mm -hmm. So I think that's really important. It's important about understanding ourselves, but also it, it enables us to be able to lead others along this journey with us. And while we're uncovering this whole, what, type and what are my strengths and uh, what are my weaknesses, that's when we can start to decide like, okay, am I a person that inspires others? Am I a person that communicates well with others? Am I a person that builds relationships? Am I a person that wants to be behind the scenes, but 
I'm the really key important people that pay attention to all the details because often people like you and I that are people that enjoy, uh, enjoy speaking to others and have no problem mm-hmm. with that. And, 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 you know, we do the things it's easy for someone who let's say is like a six on the Enneagram. So a six on the Enneagram is a person that doesn't necessarily want to be in the spotlight. They're t- to be the person that is helping you with all the data and all the things that I hate, like all the analytics and the insights mm-hmm. and the stuff that kind of, kind of drains me. It's easy for that person to compare and say, Oh, well, she's serving her purpose because she's, she's on a stage and she's on a podcast, but I'm not serving my purpose because I'm doing spreadsheets. But the Enneagram gives us an ability to realize that we all are created differently and we all can mm-hmm. serve our purpose in our own capacity. So that's the that. third is, is just to be really intentional about discovering who you are so that you can best show up for the purpose you've been placed here for. So if you haven't taken your Enneagram, um, it's, it's not necessarily dependent upon a test. There are many, many, many tests out there. I will send you my link for my favorite one, but okay. don't, but don't let your test results put you in a box. Like you need to take the test several times over and over because you could have just been kind of in a bad mood that day and you mm-hmm. didn't, you know, you didn't answer the way you normally would have, or <laughs> maybe you, you're not really sure. Maybe you're like at the beginning of your personal development journey. You're not really sure about who you are at that point. And so you don't necessarily answer the questions in the manner that you would when you become a little more self-aware. Yeah. So it's really like an evolving uh, process of working on the Enneagram. The Road Back to You is a great book that guides you through it. And in that point, you can kind of start to unpack and see, like take your test results that they tell you what you are, get into the book, dig in, figure out if you really think that sounds like you and what your your motivating factor is. Because that's the biggest thing in the Enneagram. Like what drives you the most? And uh, what drives me the most is to be fully love for exactly who I am. And that's a three. That. Yeah. That's a three. That's me that through and through. So that's where you can start with really just becoming super intentional about who you were created to be. All right. Give us that link. Cause I'll put that in the show notes. So people can take the test and I have not taken it. So this is my homework as well. So yes. I-, I will. Sh- I will actually shoot that over. They're going to have to go to the, uh, to the show notes for this because I don't have the link on top of on, I don't have it in front of me right now. Yes. Okay. In the show notes. So become intentional about discovering your purpose. Now we have number four, which is think back to when you most felt like yourself in life. Correct. I'm pretty sure that's the right one. Number four. Yes. Okay. Yes. Ooh, yep. You're, so pressure. you're exactly right. And this is for most people and I've, I'm, I'm 97 podcast episodes in and for Woo-hoo! most women, I know it's a super exciting. So for most people that I've interviewed, I end up the, the people that are really walking in their purpose that, you know, they're, they're doing what sets their heart on fire, what God's called mm-hmm. them to do. They can almost always pinpoint a time in their life, typically from an early age, when they did something where they felt like the most truest version of themselves. And mine was third grade when I stood in front of the Rotary Club 
and gave my first speech. And it's one of those things I didn't realize at the time, right? That this was something that was like my life's purpose. I just thought I wasn't scared. I was excited. It was fun. I enjoyed shaking all the men's hands afterwards and, you know, them telling me good job because I'm an achiever performer. (laughs) (laughs) And but when I look back and I realize, okay, so then that from there, I went on to speaking in high school and college and, and in business. And the, that's when I feel the truest that when I'm yeah. inspiring, like when I am sharing the words that God has given me to inspire a room full of people and empower them and lift them up. That's when I feel the truest version of myself, but there's others that Elizabeth Jordan with the human impact. She was on my podcast. She has an amazing organization where she builds relationships with the homeless community in Dallas, Texas. And she had a similar, she had a life coach that told her one of the same things. And it wasn't the same wording that I have here. I I can't remember exactly, but basically it was something like, think back to when you felt the most like fulfilled in life or what Mm -hmm. have you. And she said it was a mission trip that she had taken in college and and worked with, you know, serving, serving the people in the country where she was at. And so then she realized like that really was what set her heart on fire. And that's what she does every day. So if it's, if it's cooking for others and and providing a meal for others, chances are your purpose is attached to that. Listen, you can even, if you're a person that loves to shop, there's a way that your purpose is attached to that and can serve others. So get yeah. just think back to like, what is it? What is it that I felt the most alive and exhilarated and called, and then just go start doing more of that. It doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to make you money. It doesn't have to be a nonprofit. It just has to be a way that you can step into that space again. And once you say yes and start stepping into that space, it's going to evolve into an even bigger piece of your journey. So I have to add to that because you said even bigger piece of your journey. And I feel like God is like tapping me on the shoulder over here. And I'm like, I know. Um, Because when I think about like when I have felt most like myself, there's been so many different things I've experienced and I've seen and overcome and accomplished. And you would say like graduation from the Naval Academy or this or that or whatever. But to be honest, I sit back and I think when I felt the most – myself and it was like it's it's on stage Mm -hmm. like Miss California USA Miss Ohio USA not because I'm like ooh, I love the glamour I love the glitz it's because every time I participated like in Miss California USA I've never been more proud of myself and I also stood on that stage to represent others and you can't participate in a pattern every day. Like that's not life. It's not going to work out like that. Um, But when I was really reflecting during COVID, like, okay, I can't do a pageant. My life still does have purpose. I want to do something bigger. I did think back to that time. And I was like, I loved whenever I was working on myself and in turn showing other women that they can do it too, that they can shatter a stereotype or personally develop. And that's what led to the development of my podcast because I was like, you know what? It's going to be a continuous battle of like me working hard on myself to get better at it, but also still inspiring others along the way. 
And to allude to a little secret of mine that I haven't shared yet, um, I recently decided within the last two weeks that I am going to apply for the open call for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit. Yes, I love that. And it's terrifying. It is so terrifying. But you know what? When I think back to working on myself, but then also inspiring others, like imagine if through that process, I'm able to work on myself and inspire others, show them that they can do more. That's when I'm the happiest. You know, I really, really am. That's what I was, I was literally like about, I was about to like pull that out of you. Cause I was like, look, <laughs> like what you, cause it's really easy for people to get it twisted. And I, it's really easy for you to be like, okay, what was it about? Why, why did the pageant feel so make me feel so alive? Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's easy for me to say, why does standing on a stage feel so good to me? Like, and it's easy for me, it's easy for the enemy to come in and twist it and say like, yeah. It's, it's all your ego, right? Like you want someone to pat you on the back. Or whatever, exactly. But that's, but that's not it. When you pull back the curtain and you start unpeeling this onion, like Mm -hmm. you, you are showing women what's possible. You're showing them the power that they possess within themselves. You're showing them that they can be beautiful and they can be strong. And you're showing them that while you're working on yourself to become the best version of yourself, they can do the exact same thing for themselves. And It's about, once again, it's about that empowerment mission that you are on to show women what's possible, show them a whole new face of strength, show them that strength can look beautiful, you know, with, with hair and makeup and everything else, but it can also look beautiful off the stage as well. Like you're showing them what their possibilities are in life. I love that. That makes me emotional because that is the goal. I mean, like you said, the, the devil wants to whisper in your ear and say it's because of your ego, it's for for fame, it's for shout outs, it's for recognition. And but like I just constantly like have that conversation with God and I'm like at such peace because I know it's not. And yeah. you know, I get you know, I'm sure you get the same. You'll get the comments on Instagram or the haters who try to say like you're just, you just want fame or you're trying to build a social status out of your uniform. And I'm like, okay, what, you know what, whatever you want to say, but I know the impact I can make if I keep going and that I want to make, this is the impact I want to make. So that's super, super powerful. It really, really is. Hopefully everyone feels challenged to think back to that. I love how you said third grade. <laughs> Literally. Third grade. Oh, it's so because I'm like, mine was like six months ago, but you're just like third grade. That was it. But you know what? I bet if you think about it, you'll probably realize that there was something like, yes, when you were in elementary school, maybe you were in a class play or maybe you were in a class, uh, a musical or whatever they program, or maybe you were like in your parents' living room with a hairbrush singing and recording home videos, but there was probably something along the way when you were a kid that you're like, Oh, I've actually been kind of doing this as myself all my life. Oh my goodness. You are a therapist slash mind reader because (laughs) this is so freaky, but again, like only my family and my, my two best friends know this about me. Um, you're right. I was, Oliver, 
in <laughs> Oliver Twist in the fourth grade. And it wasn't like this tiny 15-person production. This production was 400 people. Yeah. And I was Oliver Twist. And I remember being so proud because I beat out 60-plus boys for the part. Yes, and girl. As a girl. Yes. <laughs> and that's what, like, all of the newspaper articles, they were all like, there's a twist to Oliver Twist. I was so proud because I was a girl playing that part. I was Boom. like, yes, girls you, can do it too. <laughs> you were you were an empowered female and that was your moment that led to your purpose oh. right there. That's your purpose moment. <laughs> I'm going to cry. Oliver <laughs> Twist, little Kelly. Yep, that that's it. Hit the, We just had a very therapeutic moment right now <laughs> on a podcast. I am unlocking my purpose. Hopefully you are too. Wow. So... <laughs> I just can't stop smiling because I'm just thinking about little Kelly playing Oliver. I have to send you a picture after. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. And then, then post it, post it on Instagram for everybody yes. to see. I, oh, this is going to, there's going to have to be a, a post now after this <laughs> for sure. Um, okay. So let's get into our final piece of this five-step process, unlocking our purpose. You told me, don't be afraid to start small. Yes. Yes. And I think that we oftentimes, like, just like what I said about, we think I'm meant to open a homeless shelter, but yet we're not sharing a sandwich with the hungry person. Right. So you could, you could look at it. I could have looked at it and I could have been overwhelmed and said, um, I, I don't know that I can do a podcast because I don't know that I have a large enough social media following, or I don't have enough like people who listen to podcasts, but I was able to just sit in my little office with my little microphone and start exactly where I was right Mm -hmm. there, which which was a home edited janky episode, you know, that said, Hey, I don't know what I'm doing, but here (laughs) I am starting small. The same applies for we are currently in the midst of the launch of my, uh, the power hat company, which is a social enterprise that employs drivers. And we, with this, I could be frozen in the place where I say, okay, I'm one person. I'm working out of my house right now. My husband and my kids and I were cutting leather straps for hat bands last night. And, and, and my end goal is that I have a hat company that, that has manufacturing facilities in-house and that we employ 50 traffic survivors and they're all full-time payroll employees. And I could sit at home and I could say, I can't launch my hat company yet because I can't afford to go buy a manufacturing facility where I make everything right here you know, and I employ all these people. And so in the meantime, I'm saving money, I'm working towards it and I'm missing out on the purpose along the way. But instead I'm like, no, my first goal is that we're going to, we're going to bring in some of the girls that I mentor and we're going to give them transitional employment and they're going to be stamping leather bands for my hat. And then the, the goal after that is going to be sell enough hats to put one traffic survivor full-time on the payroll. And then after that, we're going to look into manufacturing facilities. And then after that, we're going to look into providing transitional living and transitional employment in the same. Yeah. But if I didn't take this step right here and cut these bands in my shop with my family, 
I would never get to the end where I have transitional living and employment in the same place. So start, start small, figure out exactly how it is. If you want, if you want a bakery that is a missional enterprise, if you want to have, let's say you're that lady that makes the best freaking apple pie ever. Like it's the one that it's golden on top. It's brown on top. The fillings are bubbling out the little slats and the lattice when you take it out of the oven and it makes everyone like, want to cry with the deliciousness and the flakiness of the crust when it hits their mouth. But your goal is to go feed the hungry. Listen, sis, start selling some apple pies today. Like you don't need a full on bakery. Yeah. Start making some pies in your house, transition into a bakery, have some missional uh, opportunities where you're able to serve your community with that and play off of the strengths and the gifts you have and start where you're at. Yes. I, completely concur I feel like the one of the best most monumental things that happened to me was photography because I was always passionate about photography I've been shooting photos since I was in the seventh grade was editor of my yearbook blah 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 but whenever I graduated from the Naval Academy you know I finally had enough money to buy a nice camera and so I just was shooting all the time just taking pictures all the time And everything built very slowly. It was like, okay, I'm shooting. Okay, now I'm going to make an Instagram. Okay, now I have an Instagram. Okay, now I'm getting inquiries. Maybe I'll make a website. Okay, now I have a website. I'll make prices and packages. Okay, now I'm getting really high in demand. I'll go get my business license. And like, yes, process. I mean, this was like two years of a process. And I, so many people like asked me, oh, how did you start? Or how did you get your business? Or they're trying to start a business and they're immediately jumping to LLCs and business license. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> like, let's make sure this is actually what you want to do first or just start, like start now. Yes. You can yes. go take pictures of your cousin or your aunt or your neighbor to start. So you have something to show for it. But um, I'd say twofold, like one, start somewhere, start with what you can control, start by making an Instagram or taking photos, like, it's going to build over time. You don't need fancy equipment and a full studio. Like like you said, you can kind of build the plane as you fly it. And for the other folks who maybe they like absolutely think they know their purpose. For those people who are like, yeah, but I know I'm supposed to be a nurse. I know I'm supposed to do this. I'm not like, here's my recommendation as well. Dip your toe into it just, just just to double check before you launch yourself into nursing school, before you launch yourself into medical school, before you launch yourself into these certain things. Because I've heard both sides of the story. Some people are, you know, they're like, oh, I'm going to be a nurse. But then they go volunteer and they're like, just kidding. Can't handle it. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Yep. absolutely yep. not. And so they're doing something completely different now. Maybe it's medical sales or something. And then there's other people who volunteer. They do some nursing and they're like, absolutely. This, this is me. This is my calling. This is my purpose. So I thought the same thing. I wanted to be an anchor my whole life. My, since the fourth grade, since Oliver. <laughs> I mm-hmm. was like, I'm going to be an anchor on the Today Show. That's me. And I started um, just shadowing as many reporters or like folks in media as much as possible and three years ago I finally got a taste of their life and like their working hours and their what how much they get paid and what their schedule's like and I was like 
whoa, maybe not, you know? Yes. So it's kind of both sides of the spectrum, um, but you have to just start. I mean, thank God I didn't go to school for four years in journalism. And then I'm like, wait, what? Yes. What did I start out in? Same thing with those people who, you know, maybe they put all this money into a web domain just to find out, like, that's not really what they want to do. You have to start somewhere small, really, really small. Yeah. I mean, that's like every when people ask the question, like, how do you start? You start. Mm-hmm. Like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. I'm a list person. So for me, like with my podcast, it was, okay, what can I do to start now? And I found the app. I used Anchor. I found the mic and I was like, record, you know, and yes. then I've built my list since. Okay. Let's start doing this, put it on iTunes, build this, have a trailer, connect with companies, get sponsorships or ads. Like there's a whole list of things that go into it, but just start. Yes. You know? And so I love that because people definitely overthink it. And that's, we started getting into that earlier with people immediately want to jump into, you know, going to do a photography class for eight months. And I'm like, just, just begin it. You know, Get a camera. Not, like start yes. taking pictures with your iPhone first. Let's see yeah. how that works. Exactly. Exactly. Same thing with social media influencing or bloggers or whatever. It's like just start posting, girl, and then you'll figure it out. I had the same thing today. I train a lot of people on social media because of um, the Navy and my platform on the Navy. And, you know, now thank thank God it's been amazing, but I've had my account for two years and I have 40,000 followers on my Navy account. Awesome. And it cracks me up though, because two years ago I had two, you know, <laughs> like I started, I started, yep. I just opened the app and I made my account and I just post, 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 and I reflect and I look and I see what's inspiring and what people react to. And that's it. And some people look at me like, I can't do that. I can't do that. It's like, I just started. That was it. One yes. day I said, I'm going to keep doing this and I'm going to assess and change and fix what I like and what I don't like. Here we are two years later, 40,000 followers. So I think that that is an amazing end to the five-step process. So why don't you give us a quick recap of all five for the listeners before we go, because I want to make sure that they can write it down if they've stopped driving. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And I think I, I just want to throw this one out here on the fifth one about starting. In 2020, it's really easy to to be overwhelmed, like the sense of overwhelm. We're recording this, you know, in, in August of 2020, and we all know what kind of a dumpster fire the year has been. Right. It's, real, it's really, really easy to be completely overwhelmed. And I get the sense of overwhelm. And it's re- easy to think, I don't have any clue how to move forward because I want it to go back to normal. And I just want to encourage you that we're not going back to the normal sense of normal that we knew before. We are going to have to start where we're at right now. So quit waiting, like quit waiting for 2021, Mm -hmm. quit waiting for COVID to go away, but start in the midst of this. Like it's, it's crucial. I needed to throw that out there for you. I love that. So while we're, we're on that, it's the, the five tips are going to be to get out of your own way, quit thinking of your purpose as an intangible concept, become intentional about discovering your purpose through your strengths and personalities, such as strength finder test and Enneagram, 
Number four, think back to when you've most felt like your truest self. And number five, don't be afraid to start small. I loved this conversation. Loved it. I think it's my longest podcast yet. Uh, well, <laughs> you, know, you, you and I can talk all day. Like maybe we just, know. maybe you and I just need to have a show together every week. I, that's how I feel. I'm like, I could just keep talking forever. Yes. Um, because it's also like very therapeutic for me because I feel like you inspire me. I inspire you. Your background is different. My background is different, you know, and just together watch out world. We're coming for you. We're here to make a difference. Heck yes, we are. I love it. Well, Brandy, I, I mean, I think we, we covered a lot of misunderstandings about getting in your way, how to unlock your purpose, but just on a final note, I mean, doesn't have to be a quote from your book, just could be a quote from your heart, but what do you think is most misunderstood about unlocking your purpose or finding your purpose? That people think the most understood, misunderstood thing about unlocking your purpose that I find is that people think they have to go and search for it rather than we can go to the Glenda the Good Witch quote that says, you had the power all the time, dear. I, it's something to that effect, but you oh. always have, you've had that power within you all along. You don't have to go search for it. Just get intentional about looking internally and unlocking that power within. Okay, so there's so many reasons why I love that, but the number one is because I actually played Glenda the Good Witch in The Wizard of Oz. Not shut up, <laughs> shut up. In the fifth grade, after Oliver Twist. Not joking. Oh my gosh, this is awesome. Oh, you're really unlocking all of this um, old theater background in my life that no one knows about. Um, I love it. So yes, I rem- I know exactly what you're talking about with Glenda. Um, well. So true. So true. And that is the most amazing thing to end on. Women need to, women or men, whoever's listening, like, you know what? It takes reflection. It takes self-talk. It takes work. It takes time. But following these steps and changing the way you're thinking, that's getting you closer to your purpose. You know, like, we mentioned before, I mean, I very well could have turned off the TV and laughed at myself when I saw that Miss America commercial, but like I did something really scary instead. And I said, no, I can do it. We all can do this. Like, we can do this life thing, challenge ourselves, push ourselves, and we're going to be so much prouder for it. 100%. Yes. And the world's going to be a better place because of it. Exactly. It's already inside of you. I can't wait to hear the reflections that people have. I would love for people to comment, share, post this on their Instagram. Let us know what you think your purpose is or what you have found. Brandy and I would love to hear it. So Brandy, share how we can find you. So the easiest way to find me is going to be Brandy Voth on Instagram. And then um, I would love for you to shoot me a DM and let me know what it is that you really feel is your purpose in life. I would love a DM if you tell me what your Enneagram number is, because I am a huge fan of that. So yeah, both my link tree is over there. Um, 
there's, there's also, you can go to the dash powerproject.com and you'll find links to everything there. The, the power project book is there. The power hat co link is there. That's pretty much like the main hub for all the things going on in the power project. Wow. Uh, that's, I have to order your book and a hat. I need to do both things. Oh, I'm- listen, sis, I'm already like, I'm going to, I need to send you a hat and let you share the love because yes. the more hats we sell, the more transitional employment we can provide. Ooh. So I'm down. I, I love that. Oh God, I can keep talking to you because I'm obsessed with hats. So I'm like, even better, hats making a difference. Heck yes. All for it. They are hats with a powerful purpose. I love it. Well, Brandy, Thank you, thank you, thank you. My listeners are going to absolutely love this. She also has her own podcast, The Power Project. Head over to iTunes, check it out. Thank you so much, Brandy. Awesome, thank you. It's been a pleasure. Of course. Hey world, thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.